Did you ask yourself why do we punish our kids when they do something wrong? Is it out of hate? Is it out of jealousy? Is it envy? Of course not. We love our kids. That's why we punish them. That's why we give them hard time when they do something wrong. And it is exactly the same when it comes to constructive feedback. Hey everyone, welcome to the Fuad Habib Show. I'm your host Fuad and in this podcast, we help you overcome your daily struggles by providing you with strategies and tools that help you understand yourself and the people surrounding you. So get ready to get your mind stimulated with a lot of insights that you can apply in your life to become better and to understand the social dynamics that make people have positive impacts on others. Thanks to each and every single one of you, I believe that these tools and strategies and all what is brought to you in this podcast will be delivered to a lot of people because you'll be able to share this with the people you love and the people you care about. Now, today's episode is a very special one. We'll talk about constructive feedback. We'll talk about how transparent, generous, and honest we should be when giving feedback and how open-minded we must be to receive feedbacks from others. Have you ever thought what people feel when they get criticized? Well, let me tell you. Physically, people start to have a rush of adrenaline, their shoulders tighten, and their breath gets shallower. Negative feedbacks can set off alarm bells. It touches a nerve in the body. Psychologically, your mind starts racing, and a lot of people have this. Their mind starts racing, and they start to mount a counterattack. They start to be defensive, and their ego becomes the biggest tyrant. It controls the information that we receive. We do not want to hear anything, and there is some blockage. There is some firewall that comes in front of our vision, we don't see anything, we don't hear anything. All what we want at this point is to prove, to prove that the person in front of us is wrong and to prove that all what they say is just personal, they hate you and it's all coming from hate, envy and jealousy. There is a lot of biological and psychological things that happen when it comes to receiving feedback. Human beings have a reaction where the ego starts to block everything that comes to the brain. It becomes its own totalitarian regime. Imagine our ego starts to control the information that comes to our brain. It's exactly how a dictator would control media. By default, when we were kids, whenever someone attacks us or whenever someone challenges us, we go to our network of cheerleaders, our mom, our dad, the people who love us no matter what we are doing, no matter what we are having, no matter how extremely wrong we are, they will still support us, they will still love us, and they will still tell us that we are the best, they will still tell us that there is nothing bad about us. It is what I call the supportive network. But the question is, how could we improve if when we get criticized, and when we get feedback, or when we need feedback, we go to the people who will not try to challenge us? How can we improve if someone is loving us already the way we are. How can we improve if we listen to only people who want us the way we are, who loves us the way we are? They are biased because we are their relatives, we are their friends, we are their best friend. Or maybe because they already know us the way we are since a long time. And here I'm not saying it is bad to have this type of network. We all need these people in our lives. We all need to be nourished with compliments. We all need love. We all need likability, we all need admiration, and we all need the sense of being in a community that is supportive and loving. There is nothing wrong with this. However, if we were to choose between the supportive network and the challenging network, I am 100% sure 
that you would need to choose the challenging network. And you know why? Well, it's simple because the challenging network is solving and providing you something that you cannot solve or provide by your own. You can look at yourself in the mirror and say, Hey Fuad, bravo, I love how you handled yourself during this. Hey Fuad, I love how you managed your time today. Hey Fuad, bravo, I love what you did today. Hey Fuad, bravo, I love how you addressed this part today. And I can give myself a lot of compliments that I will fall asleep from that. But I cannot see things that I cannot see. If I am blind, I cannot see. How can I navigate myself? If I am blind and I cannot see the problems I'm facing, I cannot see aspects of myself, I cannot see realms of myself, I cannot see spheres of myself, I cannot tackle points that I cannot see. There is a saying that I will use wrongly in this in this point, which is, you cannot sell a fish in the sea. You cannot improve on something you don't have. How can I improve on something if I don't know what should I improve on? For sure there are a lot of things in my life that I will know that I lack. I know that I am not good at cooking. I know that I am not good at driving or I know that I'm not good at programming. These are things that I already know I can improve on. Now, when it takes time, sometimes people neglect the entire thing because they are lazy. They don't want to get involved in the so-called the feedback sandwich. They come and they tell you the good thing, compliment, and then they tell you the correction they want to see on you and then they give you the, the, the compliment again. So they start and end with a high note. And sometimes people don't want to engage into the entire feedback sandwich. They notice something on you. They know it is something you need to work on, but they neglect the entire thing because they are lazy. What we want to do is to promote our perspective of open feedback. We want constructive feedback, transparent, generous, even radical. If you are in the level of improving yourself, if you are in the level not caring a lot about your image, about what people would think about you. This needs courage, by the way. If you will be open to constructive feedback, if you'll promote it, if you tell a lot of people that you want to hear from them, you want to hear their honest feedback. You do not want this fake smiles, fake comments. You want feedback. You want to know on what you need to work on. You want to know how you could improve to reach different milestones, how you could improve to reach different horizons. So you can take this as the gasoline to your engine. Now, to see how to make this safe for people to engage in this, you need to provide the psychological safety. You need to systemize the way you receive this feedback. It is your own work. How you will make the psychological safety for them to give it to you however they want. Whether they will give it to you on a red pillow, whether they will just throw you the meat, whether they will be straight to the point to tell you what they think, without any crafting, without any diplomatic communication. This is on you how comfortable you'll make them give you the feedback. And the system is simple. First thing is whenever you receive a feedback and it doesn't make sense to you, which will happen for sure, make sure you be curious about the feedback. Make sure to understand the thoughts behind the feedback. Be authentic. Tell them, why do you think that? And then they will tell you. And then you will understand if it's something that makes sense to you or not. Whatever is your reason, you just try to understand whether their reason makes sense to you. Try to make it make sense to you. But you tell your students, you are a professor in the university. You tell your students, I am today welcoming any feedback from any one of you. Please, after the lecture, I'll be collecting your feedbacks. Please make sure you hand them out to me. The first feedback from Alex. Hello, professor. 
I think that it would be better if you cut your hair. And the second feedback, hello professor, I think it would be better if you stop wearing this t-shirt to your lectures. Now after the feedbacks, I receive the feedbacks, I try to analyze them, I, so, I try to process them, and Alex and Max gave me these two feedbacks. First I call Alex, who gave me a feedback about my haircut. I tell him, hey Alex, I got a feedback about my haircut, what made you think it's important for me to get a haircut? And he tells me, well, professor, because all the time when you're giving us a lecture, you're trying to put your hair back, and I think that it's annoying you, and therefore we are also noticing that you're always going back and forth with your hair, and it's distracting. I think it's better if you just cut it and be a better example for people, and men usually do not have long hair. And that's it. That's what they, the feedback. Oh, well, Alex, thank you so much for taking the courage and for being honest with me. I, I love your feedback. I'll try to process it. I thought that I would make my hair long and I cannot pull it all back because it's still not long enough. And that's why I'm the face of having it a little bit disheveled, messy, not clean. But thank you, buddy. I like uh, that you just were open, honest with your feedback. Thank you so much. And that's it. Will I work on the feedback? Probably not. I just already processed it. It is it is simple for me. I didn't know, I didn't even have the time to go home and process this feedback. It is simple. It is something I noticed. It doesn't, it didn't give me anything new. I already knew that my hair is disheveled. I already knew that it's messy. I already knew that I'm always figuring out how I can pull it back during the lecture. It is messy. It's annoying me. But I know that I am in the face of having disheveled hair because I am trying to grow it longer. Now, for the second student, Max, I call him. Hey, Max, do you have a minute? He comes. He says, yeah. Hi, professor. I say, like, I received your feedback about my t-shirt. What made you think that I should change these type of t-shirts? He goes like, Oh, professor, I thought that with this entire text written on your t-shirt and the graphics, I found myself distracted and I'll find myself always trying to read what's written there. And so I thought it would be better if you have simple t-shirt with no graphics, with no text. It will help us focus with what you're saying instead of focusing on what is on the t-shirts. So what do you think my response would be to his feedback? Of course, I would thank him for his thoughtful feedback. And will I change my t-shirts when I go to lectures? Of course I will, because it makes sense. The feedback pointed on something I did not focus on, something I disregarded, something I did not know have a negative impact on the focus of the students. Therefore, from the second day, I will change my t-shirts. This is the power of being open to process and understand the thoughts that comes behind the feedback, the thoughts that brings the feedback, the thoughts that stands behind the opinions of others. See, we have two things in us. We have the higher self and we have the lower self. The higher self is the one that always try to improve. And the lower self is the one that always try to prove. When we get feedback, we want to turn into the higher self. The one that always want to take information from others to make the best out of it and that make it as a gasoline to burn it. And to burn it means to apply it, to burn it so that we can fly, we can take off as rockets. But the lower self is always the one proving, and this is the one that we can kill in ourselves. We do not want to prove anything to anyone, even if we think. Did you ask yourself why do we punish our kids when they do something wrong? Is it out of hate? Is it out of jealousy? 
Is it envy? Of course not. We love our kids. That's why we punish them. That's why we give them hard time when they do something wrong. And it is exactly the same when it comes to constructive feedback. Right, and the person in front of you is wrong. Defensive is like you feel that you're attacked. And being attacked by a feedback means that you are fragile. You want to be stronger than this. You want to accept other people's feedbacks. You don't want to take anything personal. And when we say don't take this personal, when you get feedback, please avoid saying don't take this personal. Because sometimes people need to take your feedback personally. All they need to know and all what is important to know is all your intention behind these feedbacks. You want them to know that the feedback comes from a good place, that your intention is good. Can you imagine tipping someone that you don't like? Can you imagine giving a waiter in the restaurant tips if you did not like their service? Of course not. You would not tip anyone. And the way I want you to look to constructive feedback is I want you to look at it as bakshish. Bakshish means a tip. And this is really as valuable as money. Can you imagine yourself giving someone you hate a tip so that they can improve on or they can buy something with it? No, for sure. Absolutely not. You cannot give someone a feedback if you don't like him. You can give feedback only to the people you like. And this is normal because we want to see the people we like and we want to see the people we love thrive, grow, learn, improve. Did you ask yourself why do we punish our kids when they do something wrong? Is it out of hate? Is it out of jealousy? Is it envy? Of course not. We love our kids. That's why we punish them. That's why we give them hard time when they do something wrong. And it is exactly the same when it comes to constructive feedback. We need to change the narrative. We need to be more open to constructive feedback. It doesn't have to be a sweet feedback sandwich. It can be just the meat. If our objective is to be as good as we possibly can be, then we will have to be open to receive tough love. And tough love is the feedback. I understand that some people can be sensitive when it comes to feedback. They want it to be delivered in a good way, crafted in a very nice way, telling first the compliment, and then the diplomatic way of telling also the correction, and then telling the bread, which is below, which is also another compliment. So you, it's not something that we want. We want something, if it's that way, okay, we accept it. If it's not that way, we also accept it. Life is tough, and we need this type of feedback. It is the gasoline to our engines. It is really something that we would not tell if we would not love the person in front of us. Of course, there will be people just trying to put you down. And that's why in this podcast, we're trying to address these things. We're trying to bring topics and strategies, tools that will help us understand how people behave, human behavior, human mind, and try to understand and differentiate what is good and what is bad. What is constructive and what is destructive. See what is real and what is fake. And in constructive feedback, I'm sure that you'll be able, after processing the feedback, after knowing whether it's something good for you or not, you'll be able to know whether it's something you disregarded, something you overlooked, or something you did not notice, or whether it's something you don't care about, something you will not apply on yourself. But please, 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 Make sure you change the system inside of you. Make sure you be always open to this. Make sure you promote this so that people have the psychological safety to give it to you. Make sure you do that. Make sure you be open to tell people what you think about them. What do you think they can improve? 
And of course, when you receive a feedback that you will not apply, make sure you tell the other person that you'll be happy if they keep giving you feedback in the future. And there is a saying that I want to share with you. An average player wants to be left alone. A good player wants to be coached, but a great player wants to be told the truth. And you are a great player. If you're listening to this and you reach until here, it means you are a great player. It means you'll be going to all the people you know, tell them that you are on a learning journey, a constant learning journey. You are proud of yourself. You're confident. You're not doubting yourself. You love yourself. And you are all what you need to become the best version of yourself. And therefore, from now on, you need everyone to be honest with you and tell you what they think you could improve on. If you want to make it hard level, tell them that you will not accept any compliments. The compliments you can give them to yourself. What you want is the meat because your muscles doesn't grow from compliments and sweet things. Sugar is not good for you. You want the meat, the protein. You will put pressure on yourself. It will hurt in the gym. It hurts a little bit. You take heavy weights. The second day you cannot move. You cannot sit. But you eat, take the protein, practice, sleep, practice, sleep, until you get better. All right? So this is what I wanted to share with you. I hope that all of you are not the average one, not the good one, but the great one that loves to be told the truth. And I hope that with this episode that you will be able now on to discuss these things with your friends and loved ones, to tell them that from now on you want to be always told the truth and always told constructive feedback. Thank you so much for being here. And with that said, I'll leave you to the next episode. Take care.